zodat so u leven vervol kon word en ons verlos kon word. Ons aanbid die o koning van alle konings. Spuig voor u neer. Jullie nie ander net so oomlikkie bykie oplig. Maar net soos wat jy staat Kom net aan bid Net verklaar wie hy is Die koning van die konings Die heren van alle heren En ons aan bid hier dat ons hier is vir u en as gevolg van u en Heere, ek om dankie dat ons net kan in die stille oomlik, Heere, net onthou yes, wat u liefde vir ons gedoen het en dat dat u seen gestuur het om die pad te stap dier die lewe en vir ons te wees hoe om te lewe en dat daar een beter lewe is, Heere om die grootste en beste voorbeeld te wees, wat ons ooit kon kry. Heere, mag vandag net die loof, en mag die woord vandag net ons harte aanraak, Heere, en help ons, asjeblieft, Vader, wat ook al die toestand van ons hart, dat ons sal toelaat, dat jy ons hart nog zachter maak, en meer bereikbaar en meer oop om te ontvang. Ons bid het in Jesus naam. Amen. Dankie. Dankie worship team. Dankie jylle. Ek voel vandag bykie gesels en daar soos waar ek vroeger gepraat het, loved at first sight. Nou, dit is so'n bykie anders as love at first sight. Ek dink van ons het al dit tegengekom of ervaren ons leven om liefde op eerste oogopslag te hee vir iemand. Maar, maar hier is so'n bykie anders. Dit is loved at first sight. And when I think of God and His love for us, I think of that. I think of we were loved at first sight. So when we appeared on the scene, to ons in hierdie wereld inkom, was hy klaar lief vir ons. Was daar klaar liefde vir ons. In die moederskoot was daar klaar liefde vir ons. Daar was liefde. Voordat ons iets kon doen, was daar liefde. En, um, ek wil net hierdie symboolkie opsit. There. Hard. Ek wil net, jy moet net daar waar jy sit, net dink, wat is die eerste ding wat in jou gedagte is opgekom het, toe jy die hart sien? Waar, waarmee associeer jy die hart? Dit is die ding wat ons baie gebruik oor al sien, dit is een van die groot emojis, as ek my emoji recent list oopmaak, dan sy een van die top ookies wat ek gebruik, gewoonlik vir my vrou wat ek stier, meeste van die tyd vir my vrou stier, betekker vir my ma, en ja, nie veel verder is dit nie. 
En um, ek wil net die deel, as jy langs iemand sit, of so oorkant te rui van iemand sit, wil ek net die deel met die persoon, wat is die eerste gedachte wat by jou opgekom het, toe jy die hart sien? Deelgegeu. Wat, waarom jy associeer jy hart? As jy op jou eie sit, deel het met jouself, deel het met iemand na die tyd, as ons nie so nie voorjaar uitloop. What comes to mind when you think of a heart? Now, we use the, the word heart a lot. Like the word love, we use it very loosely and all over the place. We say things like, um, I'll give you my heart. Um, this gnaw on my heart. Uh, home is where the heart is. A pat na man's heart is dier sy maag. Hartsbegeerte, dis my hartsbegeerte. Baie keer is ons iets vir iemand verduidelik aan sê ons, ek wil net die, jy moet my hart hoor. En ons gebruik hier die woord oorals. En um, betek hier in verskillende betekenisse en in verskillende contexte. Maar ek wil vandag bykie gesels oor hart, ons gevoelens, ons wil, ons intellect, ons kern. Ons gedagtes, ons gevoelens, ons middel. En in die skrifte wat ek vandag gaan lees, um, ek gaan een oud testament en een nieuwe testament skrif lees vandag. En die woorde wat, hulle, wat, die, wat die bybel in hierdie skrifte gebruik vir hart, is die volgende. En die Hebrews en in die oud testament is liepge, wat beteken iemandse gevoelens, hulle wil, intellect en hulle kern. En in die Nieuwe Testament, die Grieks is cardia, jylle sal dit ken van cardiovascular, of die, die cardio wat ons doen as ons oefen, um, alles te doen met die hart, en, en dit symboliseer, cardia is ook, beteken ook ons gedagtes, ons gevoelens, en ons middel. So dis baie die selle as die Hebrews, dis, dis ons gevoelens, ons intellect, ons, wie ons is, maar aan die einde van die dag, hoekom hulle die hart is een symbool gebruik in die skrifte is, because the heart is in the middle of our system. It's here in the middle of our body, it's in the middle of our, 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 our blood system, it pumps, it keeps us alive, and it's in the middle. So that's why it's a symbol of the middle of who we are as people. This wie jy is as a mens, and your diepste, diepste mens vies. It's your heart. So when I'm talking about heart today, moet nie dit verwaar nie, dis waar oor ek vandag praat, is wie jy is. En, so bykie verder, wie is God, en wat is sy hart. Nou, ek wil terugkom na Johannes 3 vers 16 toe, en today I wanted to be to the point, straightforward, and, and hopefully bless you. But John 3 16 says that, for God so loved the world. Now we must be careful of being familiar with the scripture. Ek het probeer aan dink aan een goeie vergelijking van wat ek wil sê, en die, die beste ding waarmee ek kon, kon opkom, ek wou nie oor motorfietse praat nie, want dan gaan ek die kerk skeer in verskillende segmente in, of karre of iets, ek het gedink, waar kan ek praat, en by die jeug, kom ons altyd terug na kost toe. Kost is altyd die ding wat ons allemaal geniet, en want ons allemaal terugkom, en iwers in die dag sit ons in ons eet, so we can all associate with food. And I want you guys to think of, I don't know if you're a fan of a scalp chop, um, of a lekker scalp choppy. And the, imagine you're buying this chop, and this gentleman comes walking along, and he's like, "Wait, jy braai scalp choppy. Ek het al haar scalp choppies honderde kere gebraai. Ek ken een scalp choppy. Dis nie vir my een snaakse ding. Nee, daar is, daar is die vet, daar is die been, daar is die vlees hier wat, jy kan my niks sê van een scalp chop nie. Maak dit die scalp chop minder van een scalp chop die oom wat al sy ervaring het, en al so gewoond is, en al so oor een skaapchop is. Nee. Maak jy die skaapchop minder lekker vir jou? Nee. Jy geniet die skaapchop net so baie. 
en ons doen nie selfde met skrifte waarmee ons familiair raak, of waar ons gewoond raak, is ons raak naderhand, ach, ek het hier die skrif al honderd keer gelees, ja, daar so, het, uh, jy maak sommer die sin klaar vir die ouwe dit sê, want so lief, oh ja, het God die wereld gehad, en hy het sê, en as te sê, ja nee, ek ken het, ek, ek weet precies hoe dit werk, ach, jy kan my niks vertel van die skrif nie, en ons pas op, want, dit maak jy die skrif minder krachtig nie, dit maak jy die skrif minder treffend en goed vir ons nie, so kom ek van die bekendste skrif vandag, let me take the most well-known scripture that we use in the gospel, and that's John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his son. God loved us first, and that's the theme that I'm talking about today. Before any of us could do something wrong, God loved us. Before any of us could do something right to try and deserve his love, he loved us. He loved us first. I think one of the warmest feelings is to know that someone loved you before you could do anything, to deserve or to disqualify yourself from that love. Dit is vir my die, die reinste, mooiste liefde, wanneer iemand vir my die liefde gee, is dit die mooiste liefde. En die oprechtste is om, net jy, you loved for who you are, you loved at first sight, before first sight. And in the scripture of John 3.16, we see why, one of the things I love the most about it is realizing that we're loved first. But secondly, is that this scripture gives us a very big part of God's heart. The Father's heart. Now what, remember, I'm talking about heart today. The heart I'm saying is what God wants, what He wills, what He is. We see in John 3.16. That's why it's the scripture we use so much, because it... It's the one scripture that, that says a lot about God in a few words. And I want to break it down for us today that we see the Father's heart. And the third thing about John 3.16 is we see that His heart was always for the world. And this is the story. If you want to put the Bible into a, a compact version of what God's heart was and what He was doing in the Bible, it's this. God started working with man and a man with the name of Abraham, through whom he made a nation. And through that nation, he became a savior. Out of that nation came a savior that would one day save and impact the world. He started with a man, then a nation, a savior, and then the world. That's God's heart. His heart has always been the world, to reach the world. He's worked with specific people. He's come to certain people. The Bible's full of stories of God coming to one person and working with that person. We see in the Bible God works with a nation to reach the world. But always it was about getting to the world. And if we think about current affairs, some of you guys follow current affairs more than others, but we inevitably hear about the, 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 the latest crisis and the things we're going through. And, and one of the things about the current crises in the world that we see, the one thread through it all, is that these crises and the sin in the world is trying to get our attention off God's heart, is that His heart is for the world. Think of it. If it is a, a crisis around race, it's dividing people up and saying it's not the world, it's certain people. If it's a crisis about gender, if it's a crisis about health, if it's a crisis about 
um, your language or your skin color or whatever, if you think of all these things that we're going through, if it's war, what does war do? It divides us. It takes us away and how, it, it, it distracts us from the fact that God so loved the world. Think about it. Think of your crises. We were talking this morning in the band and, and one of the things I said to our full-time team a while ago was, as my plot afbrand in jou plaas brand af, is dit vir my even erg, want die plot is my hele wereld. Jou plaas is jou hele wereld. Ek praat nou net van my besittings. Ek het nie een plot nie, maar net omdat ons hierdie verskillende besittings het in verskillende areas waar ons verantwoordelijkheid, ons is oor meer mense of minder mense of ons is ouwer of ons is jonger, wat vir jy in jou leven bezig is om aan te gaan, is vir jou alles op die stadium. En as dit zwaar gaan en als krisis en is moeilik, is dit vir jou belangrijk. Amen. It's important for you. And if you think of the crises you're going through right now, those crises and are trying to distract you from God's heart for you. His heart is that He loves you, He loves the world. And if we can be distracted from that, we're missing out on the Father heart. That He journeyed this journey with men and women in the Bible to get to us today to say that He loves us, He loves the world, and He wants us to learn His heart and adapt His heart and have our own hearts become like His. So think of it. War, racism, whatever, takes away from the Father's heart. Now today I'm not going to put Scripture on the board I want to read, and if you've got a Bible with you, I'd like you to read with me. And um, the first Scripture I want to read today is in Psalm 37 verse 4. And uh, I'm actually going to read from 3 to 5, but 4 is the verse. And context always helps me so much. Um, I sadly so many times see and that we take one scripture and we run with that scripture. But it's just start by reading the verse before and the verse after. And then maybe the chapter, and then the chapter before and after. And see what's going on there. But I've just read these extra two verses for context. Psalm 37 verse 3 to 5. And I'll read the first one in... Afrikaans. Psalm 37 vers 3 tot 5 Vertrouw op die Heere en doen wat goed is. Bewoon die aarde en beoefen getrouheid. En verlustig jou in die Heere. Dan sal hy jou gee die begeertes van jou hart. Laat jou weg aan die Heere oor en vertrouw op hom en hy sal dit uitvoer. In English it's Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land feed and feed on His faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord and He shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in Him and He shall bring it to pass. Now I want us to look at that verse 4 and it says, Delight yourself in the Lord and He will give you the desires of your heart. Afrikaans is lekker word, verlistig. It's om lekker te kry, om, om vreugde en vrede te vind in die Heere. And so many times we just run with verse 4 and we just say, Verlistig jou in hom en hy sal jou gee die begeertes van jou hart. And especially that, die begeertes. Hy sal my gee die begeertes van my hart. Maar, as ons kyk na die Heerese hart, om by die wereldse hart uit te kom, is ons hartstoestand vir hom waar we het gaan en wat belangrijk is. So as ons het lees saam met die rest en ons vertrouw op die Heere, doen wat goed is, bewoon die aarde, verlistig jou in die Heere, 
uh, laat jou weg aan die Heere oor en vertrouw op hom en hy sal het uitvoer. So, as ons dit, na dit kyk, dan sê dit die Heere vraag dat ons ons op hom gaan vestig en gaan kyk na hom en ons sal nie net verlustig in hom nie en, en vreegde vind in hom nie, maar dat ons sal as pris focus op die Heere, ons, ons op hom rug, dat ons hart kan verander. Want denk daaran, as ons harte verander, gaan die begeertes van ons hart goed wees. Gaan ons begeertes van ons hart goed wees vir ons. As ons allemaal net kon kry wat ons hartsbegeertes was, zou so dit chaos wees in die aarde. Dit zou so nacht wees, want ons hartsbegeertes is nie altyd rein nie, ons hartsbegeertes is nie altyd goed nie. Maar die Heere sê, hy wil aan ons hart werk, sy focus is aan wat ons doen en waar ons focus is. En die volgende skrif wat ek wil bylees saam met dit is Matthies 6, Jylle kan saam met my draai, en dit sluit net aan nie by. En die hart wat ons nou net in Pesalem gelees het, is die woord wat ek in die begin gesê het, um, liepga, wat beteken ons gevoelens, ons wil, ons intellect en ons kern. En hierdie, hierdie ene wat ons nou gaan lees, is in die Nieuwe Testament, Matthies. En Matthies 6 vers 33, Matthew 6 verse 33. And it says the following, Matthew 6 verse 33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Maar soek eers die koninkryk van God en sy gerechtigheid en al die dinge sal vir jou bijgevoeg word. And here's the scripture that we run to again, just like we say, hy sal my gee die begeertes van my hart. So wat ons hier skip van ons sê, hy sal my al die dinge gee. En ek drink hierdie week een koffie saam met een vriend by my ginsling koffiewinkel en En hy sê, maar wat is die dinge? Hy vraag my, Jason, wat is die, die dinge? Hy het bykie gaan kyk, en as hy die, die stuk lees, dan sien hy, dis wat ons nodig het. Dis ons basisse behoeftes, die heren praat van die mossies, en die gras in die veld, en, en is die gras in die veld nie te mooi hierdie tyd van die jaar nie, jylle, ek weet nie wie van jylle het Johannesburgse kant toe gerou, of eindelijk in enige richting ingerei, die laaste paar dagen nie, dit is prachtig. En hoe die heren, die gras wat een paar dae hou, beklee, en dit praat van hoe hy voorsien, en as ons hierdie skrif vat, en ons kyk daarna, is dit weer eens nie een ding van, hy sal jou gee, alles wat jy wil hee, alles wat jy, 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 jy wil gehad het, wil hee, begeer, al die dinge wat jy dink jy nodig het, die Heere beloof hy, hy sal vir ons sorg, en hy sal gee wat ons nodig het, en sy focus is op ons hart, Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Hy wil hee ons moet soek na hom en sy gerechtigheid. Now, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and as ek hier voorstaan en ek praat en ek is baie anoniem of baie geheimsinnig, ek kom vraag my na die tyd wie die persoon is, dan sal ek met jou deel, as het nie vertrouwelijk vir my gesê, het nie, gesê is nie. Maar ek het een um, podcast geluister die ander dag van een wereldse ou, een bekende wereldse ou, wat onlangs na die Heere toe gekom het, en waai keer is ek, ek weet nie van julle nie, ek is nogal skeptisch as ek hoor, jy is die popster, of die, die president, of die uit na die Heere toe gekom, en is verkeerd, maar ek is skeptisch, ek soos, ja, kom ons kyk maar, hoe lang gaan dit hou, kom ons kyk hoe, hoe gaan dit gaan met dit, ek wonder of hy genuine is, is dit nie maar net om nog een paar followers te kry, of om bykie, weet die nie staal nie, so ek skies, ek weet nie of ek hier een is wat skuldig is daar aan nie, maar, so many times uh, these things happen, I'm like, sure, I want to really give this guy the benefit of the doubt. So let's see. The best way is to see what his fruit is going to be. We're going to look what is his life going to do after that. What is he going to do? What is she going to do? What are they going to become? So we must look at the fruit on their lives is what I've learned. 
to combat my, my cynicism and my skeptical nature. And I was listening to this gentleman talk, very influential, very, very talented, very popular. And he's recently come to the Lord, and he's talking in this podcast, and he's all over the place. And then he drops this one thing that he says. And he says to the presenter, he says, one thing I've realized is that time equals love. He says, there where you are spending time, that's what you love. It's the most simple way to see it. If you're doing something and spending time, you are pouring out your love into that, your focus and your attention. Ons lees hier in die vorige twee skrifte, die Heere soek, dat ons moet soek die koning krijg, ons moet soek, ons moet ons focus, ons moet ons hart op hom rug, we've got to set our heart on him. And he just says this simple thing, he says, you know, when it's all said and done, time is love. Where you're busy spending your time is where, is where your love is, is where your heart is. So ons kan sê waar ons hart is, ons kan sê, ja, my hart is om hierdie mense te help, my hart is om dit te doen, my heart is to do this, but, but at the end of the day, your heart is where you're spending your time, and how you're spending your time. Amen? Does this make sense? Time equals love. And this just really hit me, because I realized that if I'm going to be serious and take account of my time, there's a lot of things that I love that I don't say I love, and a lot of things that I say I love that I don't really love. So that's scary. Matthew 6, verse 21, I want to read. And it's a simple scripture, but it says, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Want waar jylle skat is, daar sal jylle hart ook wees. And with that is also Colossians 3, verse 2. Bedink die dinge wat daar boe is, nie wat op aarde is nie. And in English, in the old King James Version, <laughs> the King James, I call it the old King James Version, the ye doth saith that, thy verskrikkelike Engels. It says it so beautifully, it says in the King James Version, it says, set your affection on things above. Set your affection. So dit, vat het nie net rig jou sal, rig jou oor nie, dit sê, plaas jou liefde Rig jou liefde op. Rig jou weese, jou hart. It's your affection, the thing you love, the thing you're affectionate towards. Set your affection on Him. And that's, that's what it says, is, is set your affection on things above, not on this earth. And where your treasure is, there your heart is also. And I just thought of a treasure. I thought of um, these pirate movies and westerns. And whenever a movie goes about a treasure... There's a process around that treasure. And I've, I saw a scary, well, not a scary, uh, an amazing correlation between a treasure and time. Because a treasure, if you think about a treasure story, a lot of the story is finding the treasure. Yeah, it's about these guys going on an adventure and finding the map and finding the guy who's going to help them read the map. And then they go and they've got to get guys who are going to help them on their quest. And they eventually find the treasure. When they find the treasure, so many times in a movie or a story, then they have to protect the treasure. Dan sit nou, ja, hier kom die, daar kom die skelms, spring hulle achter, achter boom uit, of hulle het hulle gevolg, of hulle het hulle gewag, of wat ook al in. And then they have to protect this treasure. Then it's not just looking for it, they found it, now they've got to protect it. And once they've done protecting this treasure, they can spend their treasure. However they want. Um, 
And then when I was looking at this scripture around treasure, and I, I just thought, wow, treasure is so much like time. Because think of it, we find time to do things for people. I'm sure I'll find time to see you. I'm sure I'll find some time to get to the things that I want to do. Isn't that a lot like time and like a treasure? The next one is so many times we're, we're protective over our time. Ons is beskermend, ons is erg oor ons tyd. Ons is, jy daai tykie, my middag slaap jy op een zondag. I'm very protective over that. I'll, I'll make plans so that we can get to that. I've got to protect that. Some of us say that family time is important to us, so we protect family time. We will not answer phones. We will go out of our way. We will lock the doors, close the shutters to protect family time. So just like a treasure, we, have, we protect and we have to protect time. And finally, like you spend a treasure, you spend time. We spend time. We choose, just like we protect and we hold back and we we choose how and where and when we spend our time. And this was just a quite profound moment for me, realizing how much our heart, our treasure, our time are connected. Your heart is there where you're spending time. Your heart is focused on the things that are important to you. That's where you spend your time. That is what your treasure is. And that's who we are. If we go back to the meaning of, of our heart and we look that it's our feelings, our will, our, th- our thoughts, the middle, our intellect of who we are. And, and God reveals to us, especially if we, if we open our eyes this time of year, um, God reveals his heart to us all over the place. We see it in people. We see it in the media. We can see it if we open our eyes to it. He wants to show us our heart, that basic thing of, I love the world. And I would like the world to know that. And I'd like the world to be like me and to have a, adapt a heart. And that's what being a Christian is. I was talking this week to a gentleman around some, some business, and this gentleman's from a different religion. Um, he's Hindu. And, and while I was talking to him, we just had this amazing conversation where we were just like really getting along very well and really just civil with each other. And and one of the things that came up in my mind was I just realized that the Father's heart is the heart that I need to have for other people. That's the heart I've got to have for this guy who I'm talking to. That's the heart I need to adapt and adopt for the guy that I was listening to on the podcast the other day that I wasn't sure where he's going. I've got to see the Father's heart and say, what's the Father's heart in this situation? So I want to encourage you today to ask God that crisis you were thinking of just now, what you're going through right now, to ask God what is his heart in this situation. Lord, if I'm not seeing it and my heart isn't like your heart, please show me your heart so that I can have your heart in this situation. Because when we adopt God's heart to say that, wow, God loves the world, then we see people differently. Then suddenly the guy who's different from me, a different religion, a different race, a different language, just a different gender or whatever, then that person is suddenly the world. That's the world that God loves. And then I'm ready to be a vessel. Then I'm ready to be used. When I ask God, what is your heart for this person? Not, I'm just going to go on with my heart. So I want to leave you guys with a picture that really um, touched me deeply 
um, a few weeks ago at youth one night. And I want you to just take a moment, and I want to ask Jacques, you guys at the back, if you can get a little soft worship um, track ready for us, that one on YouTube. And I want you to look at this and just take a moment. I'm, I'm done. That's, that's all I had to say. And I pray that it blessed you. But I want to ask this last question. I want you to look at this picture over here. Okay. There is a swimming pool. Right. And I want you to imagine that that swimming pool is God's heart and God's love and a relationship with God. Okay. I want you to imagine that's a relationship with God there, that pool. Now you'll see a whole lot of different people around the pool there. I'm not going to tell you what each one is doing. You can just sort of imagine for yourself and look. I mean, I'll say one or two. Um, if I look at that guy, it's pretty clear he's not even looking at the pool. He's pretty focused on himself. And if I look at this guy, I can quite associate with that a lot in my life, sort of checking it out. What's this relationship about with God? What's this for the heart of his? What's going on there? And I want you to look at, at those different people, one taking the dive, don't know what he's up to, one who's in already. And I want you to look at that picture and just who do you associate with in that picture? You guys can play that, that worship music softly. And just take a moment and just think, who are you there and why? And then I want to ask you, if you have the, the guts this morning, to ask God, God, I want to know more about your heart. I want to be that guy in there swimming. If you're already the guy in swimming there, that you'll ask him for more lung capacity, for more energy, for more excitement, for a bigger pool. <laughs> but... I want to ask you to identify with the person there and then just ask the Lord to really deepen your relationship and show, him, show you his heart. Thank you very much. Let's just take a moment of prayer and looking there at that picture. just laying our hearts before God this morning. Father, I just want to come and ask you that, Lord, we'll adapt an attitude and adopt an attitude of, of Lord, asking what your heart is and discovering your heart. And Lord, so many times your heart is like that pool, Father God, that the more we get close and the more we climb in and we get to know it, we realize how great and big your heart is for the world and for us takes a big heart to, to love us, Father God, with all our sin. Lord, and I thank you that you do not love the sin we do, but you love us. I thank you, Father, that we were loved at first sight, Father. We were loved before we could deserve it, and we were loved before we could disqualify ourselves. And Lord, that's enough. Just to know that about you, Father God. Lord, I pray that we all Search our own hearts. Here, I pray that our own hearts shall undersuk, and that our own hearts shall 
sal soos hy swembad, jyre net ons harte in hy swembad sit, en hy groot hart van jy, en sal ons harte verander om meer soos jy hart te wees. Thank you, Father. Lord, that we'll submerge our hearts in your big, great, wonderful heart. And Lord, that every interaction we have with people will be, like this year, our theme, Father God, that we'll be a fragrance unto you, Lord. That our lives will be an aroma and a fragrance, Lord. I pray that when people interact with us, when we do things, when we're faced with challenges, Father God, I pray that when we leave, there will be an aroma of your heart that stays behind to be an aroma of your heart in our workings, our conversations, our business dealings, in the way we speak, in the way we react, the things we post on media, the, the, just the way we are, just our hearts. People will realize that, that we have a different heart, and it's your heart, Lord. Jere, kom bid, vallemal wat die is, Jere. Dat ons al toelaat, dat in ons harte werk, dat ons sal ons hart, dat jy ons hart sal sag maak en dat ons ons hart sal sag maak, ons oor sal oopmaak en ons oor sal oopmaak om te sien wat die hart is. Jere waar ons omring is dier krisisse en oorloe en siekte en, en, en moeilike tye jere, dat dat het jy hart sal wees wat ons sien. Dat jy hart sal wees wat ons wil, wil aanleer. In Jesus naam bid ek dit. Dankie Lord. Thank you, Father. I just want to thank you all for spending time with us this morning. And yeah, be blessed. Tell someone outside what you thought of when you saw a heart. Maybe if you want to even tell them which guy or girl you are there at the pool and how you'd like to get closer into the pool with God. Have a blessed day. Love you guys. Bye.